Welcome, welcome to the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast video podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for watching and listening, and thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting and all of the participation that you all do. I'm so happy and excited today. I have a really amazing guest, the one, the only Teresa Colbert. Hey, girl, how's it going? <laughs> hey, it's awesome. It's awesome. Feels good outside too. <laughs> good, good. So tell us what you do and how do you help people? Well, first of all, I am a hypnotherapist mm-hmm. and I specialize in working with women dealing with trauma, childhood trauma, that type of thing. Basically, kind of teach you how to put the humor into it and <laughs> take the edge off um, whenever you're reliving trauma, PTSD, that type of thing. Um, a lot of times we just tend to kind of go down that rabbit hole of negative. So I teach you how to balance that out and learn how to deal with it. So the emotions aren't quite as drastic. You're not feeling crazy. So been there. <laughs> That's good. So tell us about that. How did you get started in doing hypnotherapy? Well, honestly, um, I was about 31, and I had what I call my year of the balance. Um, went through a really, really dark time in my life, ended up committing, trying to commit suicide three times in one year. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time was the biggest, about 120 pills. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody couldn't see an out. That was the only out. And when I came out of, towards the end of that year and all that craziness, I started going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, the therapist that I was seeing referred me to somebody else in their practice. And he used hypnosis in his sessions. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say that after, like, the first or second session, it was like, I had more of a balance to my emotions. I mean, I was still doing the therapy thing, and I was still doing stuff, but I wasn't I wasn't feeling as crazy. I wasn't feeling as crazy. Like, I got some semblance of control because I never felt like I had control. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started seeing him for a while, and then after that, I went back to my first therapist, and we started talking, and she was like, have you ever thought about being a therapist? And I was like, uh-uh, no. No, not doing that. Uh-uh. I got enough problems of my own, right? I can't help somebody else with theirs. I'm just trying to deal with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I probably a couple months after that, I started going to school for hypnotherapy. And mm-hmm. and I knew right off the bat that I was going to take the full course. I was going to do the full three years. I was. This was what I was called to do, take my experiences and teach other women how to deal with it. <laughs> Cool. How long were you um, in session with the hypnotherapist for, approximately? Um, I was probably with him for about six months. Okay. I did, when I first started going to therapy, the first two years, I was so bad, I was going twice a week, every week for two years. Okay. I mean, it was bad, and it was probably about two months into my therapy with that first therapist that she said, you're not OCD, you're not bipolar, you don't have bipolar personality traits, you're as PTSD as the day is long. And I was like, see, my family, all of the men, everybody, wars, World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, all the men in my family. Mm-hmm. So we always knew it was shell shock. And when she said PTSD, I was like, shell shock? And she said, well, that's what it used to be called. So went back and started doing research and was like, wow, that describes me. It really describes me. So understanding what the problem is, to me, is half of the solution. Once you know what the problem is, you're halfway to figuring out how to solve the problem. So, And I felt like hypnotherapy did an excellent job of that. But the therapy total 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. Good. 
Awesome. So, um, tell us about a person, I'm sure you've helped more than one, but just tell us one, one example of someone that you've helped in any area of their life, a testimonial. Um, well, one in particular that stands out, I was helping, um, I was helping a mom lose weight, um, and all of her, she was like, she was a single mom, and she had a lot of stressors, you know, single mom, three kids, working two jobs, um, relationship issues, family issues, that kind of thing, and she was wanting to lose weight, so we were working on the stress, and at one point, um, it was during the holidays, and I didn't see her for a few weeks. I got a little concerned and come to find out she lost 20 pounds during the holidays. And she said it was because of the different stuff that we were doing in the hypnosis. It was teaching her how to, oh, yeah, no, I'm not here to eat. I'm here to visit with people. And, you know, look at it different. Look at it different. Made it a lot easier. And she's doing great now. She lost all the weight she wanted to lose. And she's got a great relationship with her family. And she's setting boundaries. And she's doing good. Yeah, so I was excited about that for her. That really is awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Um, that is so cool. Uh, so tell us, uh, what would you say to someone that was interested in learning more about hypnotherapy or, um, well, first that, and then tell us how to get a hold of you. Okay, cool. Okay, so if somebody wants to learn about hypnotherapy, of course, they can ask me any questions they want, mm-hmm. um, but I would direct them to the school that I went to. It's called, it's, um, the website is hypnosis.edu, and it's Hypnosis Motivation Institute. The entire first course is free just to learn the basics of hypnotism, um, and it also teaches you a lot about how the mind works. They have a thing called Theory of the Mind. That was really what got me. To, it, like, nailed it for me because once I understood how my mind worked, then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm on this. So if people want to learn that, it's free. So why not? Hypnosis.edu. Cool. And how do we get a hold of you? Okay, so you can email me mm-hmm. at hypnoteresa at gmail.com, or they can find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's Teresa Colbert, and I'm also currently setting up, it should be done here the next week, another Facebook page, and it's going to be Hypnoteresa. So, cool. yeah, they can contact me anyway like that, or they can message me. Yeah. Cool. So we were talking a little bit beforehand, and you were mentioning how um, you would you wouldn't say that hypnotherapy is the one all fix all cure all uh pill uh that one can take and so you would recommend it in conjunction with like a therapy or a treatment program or something like that. It's like Yeah, um, well it depends on what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. It depends on what their what um what it is that they're looking to accomplish. If it's just stress management, anxiety, you know, and everyday stuff like that then yeah, hypnosis is great. But if we're talking about like drug um, addictions, mm. alcohol, drug addictions, that type of thing, um, schizophrenia, mm. um, if they're on medication and they're seeing a therapist, um, it, it works better as an adjunct, like together. Mm. I've never thought of any modality, not hypnosis, not traditional medicine, not not therapy. I've never thought of any of those as a end-all, beat-all, one-pill-fits-all kind of fix. I've always felt that things used an adjunct with each other um, tends to work better. But some people, yeah, hypnosis is great. But I don't know about for, like, you know, serious addictions and that kind of thing. You're dealing with detox, sure. and people can get really sick and die from that. And I'm not going to be the one who sits here and says, oh, yeah, I can fix your problem. And, you know. 
have you, know, you there's a lot more going on. So. Right. Have you ever come across someone that you knew you could not help? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have. Um, it was actually a gentleman who was schizophrenic, and it was before he was on medication. We did not know that he had schizophrenia, but I could tell by the way I was talking to him and, you know, that kind of thing, that something, something was off and I didn't feel comfortable. And if I don't feel comfortable with doing it, I won't do it. And if I feel like um, it's something that I wouldn't want done to me, I wouldn't do it to somebody else. You know, I mean, I had enough issues with me and my mind. When you had to control my mind, I didn't want somebody in there playing with it. So... The times that I have gone to other people for hypnosis, I'm very cautious about it. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's a trust thing. It's a trust thing. Yeah. So when you do the hypnosis online with someone, um, mm-hmm. does that person, like, do they close their eyes? Do you count to backwards? I mean, how does it, like, <laughs> give me, like, one example how of, how yeah, how does it work? <laughs> what does it look like just by one example? Okay, so... What I'm start off with is breathing. Breathing is the number one thing. If if nobody takes anything from this, but one thing, let it be known: you're breathing, because your breathing controls your fight or flight. That determines on whether you're in a stress situation or not. So we start with breathing, deep breathing. Um, sometimes I use different induction techniques. They're called like a light heavy, where you use the arms, or an arm raising, where you use the wrist and stuff. So. Um, and then from there, I put you into a relaxation. Um, and then I set you up with your mental vacation spot first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything feels better when you're on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. So I would do like a mental vacation spot, some type of thing, and anchor that in so you have that. That's the first tool that you get in your very first appointment is, it's like a, I call it a mental escape. You mm-hmm. know, when you're like, ah, the kids are running around and, you know, and money short and stress and all this stuff, the first thing you do is stop, breathe. And then from there we work on whatever it is that, you know, using different imagery and and setting up different paradigms and stuff. And then bring you out. Yeah. <laughs> your, that's cool. your eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. But most of the time you're completely conscious of everything that's going on. It's actually a hyper suggestible state. Okay. So you're aware, but you kind of tune stuff out at the same time. It's like that in-between place. Wow. Cool. So let's learn a, bit, a little bit more about you as a person. Um, I want to know, how do you define success? Mm, good question. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing as a final success. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some people, it's like money or time with their family mm-hmm. or vacation or being able to travel with me. It's all of the above. But I think it's more of I know that I'm successful when I'm feeling harmony throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Where I'm not struggling with one thing but good on another but feeling frantic about something else. It's just that for me, success is just having harmony on a daily basis. <laughs> balance. <laughs> balance. I agree with you. Yeah, totally. So the second question and final question that I ask uh, a lot of people that come on the show is, how do you define happiness? Oh, frame of mind. Mm-hmm. It's a frame of mind, for sure. It's like heaven and hell to me are a frame of mind. Mm-hmm. You can have two people in the same situation and one person's enjoying it and the other person's like, oh, I can't believe we have to wait all this time. I'm you know, complaining. Mm-hmm. There's heaven and hell in the same space. Mm-hmm. 
So I think happiness is a frame of mind. If you're if you're um, happy and content with your everyday, that to me is true happiness. Not happiness is not a every once in a while kind of thing. I think happiness would be a consistent thing. Consistently mm-hmm. feeling happy. Having struggles in between, but happy that you're there to be able to deal with it or that you can deal with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Balance. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No, totally. Uh, so do you still go to hypnotherapy now, or is that something that is not part of your life? Uh, no, or? I do self-hypnosis. Self-hypnosis. I do self-hypnosis. And I teach that. I teach my clients that. Oh. Yeah, by about the third or fourth appointment, depending on where they're at and what we're dealing with, that kind of thing, um, I, I teach everybody self-hypnosis. Yeah, it's great. I think it's a good thing. And sometimes I use it in adjunct with um, meditation. So I'll do like a meditation, hypnosis, self-hypnosis kind of combination thing. So, okay. yeah. But I get meditative a lot of times just going for a walk or whenever I'm in the kitchen baking or lifting weights, you know, those types of things. I tend to kind of go on this meditative spot in the mm-hmm. moment, enjoying it, that kind of thing. What uh, would you say is the main difference between hypnosis and meditation? Because it sounds almost similar, but not obviously. This is what this is what my opinion is. Okay, okay they talk. You can look it up, and they talk about different type of wavelengths and wavelength that. To mm-hmm. me, it's just a vehicle to get to the same place. It's just two different vehicles to get to the same place. So you're accessing different types of brainwaves and hypnosis than you are with meditation. But it, in my opinion, in, in my my personal experience, it gets you to the same result. It gets you to the same place. It gets you to the same result. So if you don't feel like you're a good meditator, which is kind of, depending on the type of meditation you do, it's usually trying to tune out and be focused and stay in one spot. Well, that's what I use hypnosis for, to tune out, stay in focus, be in one spot, that kind of thing. So it's just two different two different vehicles to the same place. Cool. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. Cool. Thanks. Tell us one more time how to get a hold of you before we um, part ways. They can email me at hypnoteresa, that's H-Y-P-N-O, and my name, Teresa, T-E-R-E-S-A, at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Teresa Colbert, or um, I'm setting up a page that will be set up pretty quick here in the next week on Facebook, and that's hypnoteresa. So, yeah, they can private message me, you can find me. Well, thank you so much for being here, Teresa Colbert, hypnotherapist, and thank you for all the work that you're doing and all of the people that you're helping. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. Fun. Wonderful. Thank you, everybody else, for uh, watching and listening and being a part of the Pink Cloud Nine podcast. And uh, stay tuned because season three is coming up soon. Since well, not soon, soon, but eventually next year, 2022. Is it already 2022? That's crazy. Awesome. Well, everybody have a wonderful rest of the day. Talk to you soon. Bye. The recording has stopped. Now you can breathe. (laughs) That wasn't bad. I had fun. That was good.